genetic cancer testing. Should you know if you're at risk? Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest. And this week, we will be discussing advanced genetic cancer tests and how they may provide information about your health you don't currently know on Access Health Radio. Thanks for joining us here on Access Health Radio, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. I'm Mike Davis, and we'd like to acknowledge the companies that support our program. Uh, thanks to We Care of Apex Pharmacy for supporting our show. Uh, they are an independent local pharmacy with terrific customer service serving the Triangle. They offer free delivery and they price match other pharmacies so that you always know you're getting the best price. Check them out at wecareofapex.com. Dr. Forrest, I know in the last few years, genetic testing has come a long, long way. You did a show a while back talking about genetic cancer testing, but I understand that there's some actual new recommendations for people advising them to get this type of testing. Yes, that's correct. The, the technology in terms of genetic testing has come a long way in the last five years, and now this testing is becoming much more routine than it used to be. Uh, now, now that people can do a blood test and find out which cancers they are at risk for, many people are asking, you know, who should get tested? Should I get tested or not? And this is a fairly recent technology, um, you know, and since it's not been routine in the past, uh, expert recommendations on who should get it have been fairly vague. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of studies to back up the recommendations and that kind of thing. Now, several organizations are recommending these tests for people at risk. Uh, and in many cases, it may be something that could be so new that your healthcare provider might not even discuss it or, or provide access to it. Uh, getting these tests done is as easy as drawing blood for like a normal cholesterol test, but it can provide you with much more information about your genetic risk for developing you know, many types of cancer. Uh, having this information can be critical for our listeners or their families. And many times these steps, again, can be taken to, to greatly reduce the risk of dying from cancer. So, you know, if you have enough advance notice, uh, you can prevent it sometimes from being a problem. So, Dr. Forrest, what types of cancer are there genetic testing for? Well, there are many genes that can affect a person's risk for cancer, but several of them have become well known in recent years. Uh, that includes colon cancer, breast cancer, ovarian cancer, pancreatic cancer, uh, certainly cancer of the prostate, melanoma, uterine cancer, and um, gastrointestinal cancers like colon cancer, uh, you know, made uh, a little bit more increased awareness lately because of the, the actor uh, recently who died with colon cancer at such a young age. Mm -hmm. um, so some of these have been very well publicized, like the BRCA gene. Some people call it the BRCA or BRCA gene for breast cancer. Um, and the current test that we're using in our practice analyzes, you know, dozens of different genes. And all of those genes have corresponding guidelines now from the National Comprehensive Cancer Network that direct steps you should take for finding those cancers early and treatments aimed at prevention. It's time now for the Access Health Tip of the Week, Dr. Forrest. So the tip of the week this week is that it is important that, you know, genetic cancer testing is not needed for everyone. Uh, however, in people who do have risk for cancer, genetic testing can be one of the best ways to do proactive prevention. Uh, new guidelines published in the Journal of the American Medical Association just recently add those previous guidelines by the United States Preventative Service Task Force. 
Uh, and they already advise physicians to screen women with family members who have BRCA-related cancers and refer those people to genetic counselors as needed. The new guidelines also recommend that doctors perform BRCA uh, risk assessments on women who have previously been treated for uh, breast, ovarian, fallopian tube, or peritoneal cancers, and who are even deemed to be cancer-free, and also on women who have ancestry uh, that puts them at higher risk of deleterious BRCA1-2 mutations, uh, such as Ashkenazi Jewish women. Dr. Forrest, this is a topic that I think a lot of people are going to have a lot of questions about, uh, because we're, you're going to cover an awful lot of information here. If people have questions that they would like to pose to you, how could they get in touch with you? Well, uh, if they want to find out about our medical practice in Apex, they can go to acchealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Or they can call 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190. And if they don't know of a place they can get this genetic cancer testing, they certainly can uh, come to our office uh, and call our office and find out about coming in and getting those tests. Uh, also, after the show, if people miss part of the show or they have friends or family members that they want to hear uh, a broadcast, they can go to WPTF.com and listen to an on-demand podcast. We also provide links to that and archived podcast on our landing page at AccessHealthRadio.com. And if someone wants to send a question in, a, a general non-emergent question, and possibly have that answered on the show during one of our mailbag shows, uh, they can send us an email at accesshealthradio at gmail.com. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. Straight ahead, we're going to talk in detail about some of the genetic cancer tests that can give you a more accurate idea of where your health stands and what you might need to pay more attention to. This is Access Health Radio. You're listening to Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest of Apex. I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday afternoon. We are talking about genetic cancer testing today. Dr. Forrest, these tests, can they possibly identify somebody years before they have developed cancer as someone that would be at a higher risk? Yes, absolutely. So um, some types of cancer... Uh, that we can do that for, like pancreatic, ovarian, and endometrial cancer, they don't really have routine forms of screening. Uh, you know, for example, people can get mammograms, colonoscopies, and pap smears to help screen for those type cancers on a regular basis. You know, a PSA test may be an early clue to prostate cancer, but for many of those other type cancers we mentioned, uh, without some genetic knowledge, patients just have no idea uh, that they are at risk to get those cancers. And those tests can identify that risk decades before that cancer ever even shows up. Are these advanced tests expensive? And are there places where patients can get them at a, de a decreased cost, even if they don't have insurance or if their insurance doesn't cover it? That's a great question. So all of these tests in the past have been very expensive. And in fact, most of the people that you actually heard about getting them were celebrities and movie stars, mm -hmm. people like Angelina Jolie, who, you know, identified her risk for breast cancer and chose to have a uh, prophylactic mastectomy uh, to prevent cancer. So most of the people in the past that got these were willing to pay hundreds and thousands of dollars. Uh, and that was just to identify one, you know, one gene. 
so the technology to run these tests is cutting edge. It's only become available in recent years. So the equipment and assays are expensive. Uh, but a recent article said many of the individual gene tests were $1,000 or more, and in some cases up to $3,000 just for a few of the genes. However, um, a group of physicians has got together, uh, talked with one of the companies that's on the cutting edge of this, and they're trying to make it more affordable. So what they've done is they've packaged not just one of the genes, but basically all of the genes that have evidence uh, that you can actually do something or intervene on to help prevent cancer, and they've included all of those genetic tests in one panel. Uh, and our practice, for example, offers testing for all of those genes, including the BRCA genes, uh, for now no more than $250 for all of those, not just for one gene, but for all of them. Uh, and if people have uh, insurance that covers it, it may be totally free, uh, but even for people that don't have insurance, worst case scenario, it's no more than $250 for the test. And for people who have income limitations, uh, often that company actually gives them a decreased sort of sliding scale rate for the testing. And so we've seen a lot of people get all of those tests done for under $100, even that didn't have insurance. So, you know, worst case scenario is $250, but it's usually a lot less than that now uh, with this specific company. Um, so I think now it's moved into the affordable range for most people, uh, and it's just worth doing, especially, you know, if you're, if you're concerned about it, if you've got a family history of, you know, multiple people in your family who have had cancers, uh, then it might make sense for you. Sure. Yeah. And I can remember that being uh, quite a bit higher, not very long ago. Now I know that this is a long list, but can you tell us a few of the genetic tests for cancer risk? Yes, uh, you know, we have a comprehensive listing and we'll have more information uh, on the website at accesshealthradio.com. It would be impossible to mention all those during the show. Uh, but a few examples are the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes, which increase the risk of breast, ovarian, prostate, and pancreatic cancer. Uh, BRCA2 even increases the risk for the skin cancer melanoma. Uh, there's also the APC. POL and MSH genes, and those all make colon cancer more likely. There's also a gene called CDK, uh, and those mutations are particularly worrisome for melanoma. Um, so with all of those genes, having the gene is not a guarantee you're going to get cancer, but it can be like 80 plus percent more likely in people that have those mutations. And that would be a reason to have sort of an active prevention plan. When we come back, we're going to go over some of these key points about this important genetic cancer testing and our Access Health Radio's trivia of the week, always a favorite of mine. That's coming up straight ahead here on Access Health Radio. This is Access Health Radio on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. I'm Mike Davis with board-certified family physician Dr. Brian Forrest. We're talking about genetic cancer testing today and how affordable it is, long list as well, of uh, genetic cancers that can uh, be detected. But first, we'd like to take just a moment to acknowledge the companies that support Access Health Radio. Dr. Forrest? Well, one thing that people can do to keep their medical costs down is getting the best possible price on their prescription medications. And one of the best places to do that is ahdrx.com. That's ahdrx.com. And they provide a search engine that finds the lowest cost 
for not only prescriptions, but also medical supplies near you. And the website allows you to print coupons to get even bigger discounts. And anything that you use those coupons for uh, results in points that can give users rewards like free gift cards from Amazon. And uh, if you have to buy prescription medication and medical supplies anyway, why not get points that will reward you? while at the same time getting deeply discounted pricing, like 80% off on prescriptions. Uh, this is the way I am personally shopping uh, for my own prescriptions and medical supplies and equipment now. So check out ahdrx.com. Uh, and there's also now a phone app that's available for both the iPhone and for Droid phones. Uh, and if you just search in the, the app store uh, for AHD space RX, uh, it'll pop right up and it's a free app. Uh, and when you go into that app, it immediately locates where you're at. You type in any medication and it shows you a, a, a listing of the cheapest prices uh, and how far they are from you. And also in the app has a way that you can uh, get the discounts and uh, also show the coupons uh, right there. Uh, so it works really, really well. Uh, check that out on the website at ahdrx.com. And you can start searching uh, in the free app. Very good. Okay, it's time for my favorite part of the show, the Access Health Trivia of the Week. So the Trivia of the Week this week has to do with our topic. And in a study of over 35,000 women with breast cancer, using the multiple gene approach with 25 genes rather than just BRCA1 and BRCA2 resulted in twice as many of those patients being identified as having an actionable cancer risk, meaning something they could do something about. Uh, so a lot of times people get focused on just BRCA1, BRCA2, but when you do all of these genes, it turns out that all of those genes can have an impact on other cancers, not just the ones that are specifically for uh, breast cancer. We've been talking about genetic testing for cancer today. What are some of the key points you want folks to take away from our discussion today? Well, first, it's, it's not going to be something that's right for everybody. You know, if you have a really low risk, uh, you know, let's say you're someone who doesn't have a family history of cancer. You can't even think about anybody in your family who has cancer. It might not be a cost effective option and might just cause you more worry than benefit. Um, second, for those that do get these tests, um, in some cases, if they go to the wrong place, these can be very expensive. Again, they can be, you know, thousands of dollars. Um, so for our office, again, we're offering that full genetic test panel with a maximum out-of-pocket cost of $250. But for most people, it's going to be less than that. And if their insurance covers it, you know, it may be completely free. Um, but if people want to get that type testing, they can call our office at 919-363-0190. Uh, and we can schedule an appointment to uh, go over doing that testing and actually draw the blood and, and get it done at the office. Um, they can also schedule that appointment from acchealth.com. Uh, and one of the things we're doing, especially during this COVID season, is people who uh, are reluctant to come into the office because they're worried about being exposed to, to sick people. That's a, that's a very valid concern. Mm. So at our office, we've actually got two different external doors. Uh, and for people that are sick, uh, they go in a completely different door. It's a completely different suite in the building. Um, and then for people that are coming in that aren't sick, so people who would do this genetic testing, uh, they would be coming in a side of the office where we are not seeing any sick people at all. So they don't need to be concerned about, you know, staying away or waiting till, you know, the whole COVID exposure is over. 
uh, if they need to get tested for something like this. Um, and then last of all, uh, if you do need to get tested, there are guidelines as to what actions should be taken, uh, you know, to help you find early or prevent the cancers you're at risk for. Uh, we highly recommend genetic counseling for anyone that has this type of testing done, especially if they show a mutation in one of those genes. And the company that, that performs the test that runs the lab work for our office does have genetic counselors uh, available and sort of plans of action of, you know, what do you do? So you're, you're positive now, now what, what do you do? Um, and that really helps patients decide on what they do next after a positive test. Now there is sort of this middle ground we haven't really talked about. Hmm. Um, and sometimes these, these genetic tests, it's not like it, it's different than let's say a strep throat test. When a strep throat test comes back, it's basically telling you, you have the disease. Um, and if it's negative, it's telling you, you don't have the disease with genetic testing. What you're really doing with a positive test is you're not saying you're going to have cancer. You're also not saying you have cancer. You're just saying, it gives you an idea of your percentage increase risk, and that can change what we're going to do uh, about that risk. So the main thing is a positive or negative doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get cancer for sure or you're not going to get cancer for sure. You could test negative for all these genes and still you know, end up with cancer from you know, a chemical exposure or radiation exposure or some, some other uh, type thing that, that caused you to get a cancer. Um, so it's very important that, again, once you get a result, you get some really good counseling about what that means. Uh, and there's a result that comes back sometime. They call it uh, VUS. And VUS literally means uh, vari variation of unknown significance, which means they get a, a mutated gene back. But we don't really know with that mutated gene if it increases the cancer risk or not. Hmm. Um, but the great thing about when we get that result, because I'm always frustrated with that result, but. The great thing about it is we're always continuing this genetic research and the company that does this testing, it follows uh, up with people who are positive as, as time goes by. So let's say five years from now, they determine that that mutation actually did increase the risk for a cancer. And that's, it's a, it's a risk they didn't know right now. They would actually be able to contact that patient five years from now and say, Hey, you know, you had that genetic test a while back and we told you, at the time, the research and the science really didn't tell us exactly how much risk you have. Well, now we know. And so that's, mm. that's really beneficial. That sounds great. Uh, but that's all the time we have for this week, Dr. Farsh. Thanks so much for this discussion about the genetic cancer testing. It's really encouraging. Well, our scripture for today's show is from Proverbs 2.11. Discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Radio Show this week, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health. I thought vaccinations were only for kids until my two-month-old daughter Mary Grace caught whooping cough and had to be hospitalized. Doctors told us our daughter was too young to be vaccinated, but we could have been vaccinated to protect her. The National Foundation for Infectious Diseases urges adults to get vaccinated. Visit www.adultvaccination.org.